Welcome to Listoff. I'm Ozzy. And I'm Nat. And this week, Ozzy and I will be counting down our top five favourite fruits. Oh, Is it fruits or fruit? Fruit. Fruit. It's like sheep's. Top five fruit. If it's okay. fruit. It's only fruits if it's like not referring to the edibles. Sure. Oh, no. Do you know well, in, in like tree, tree and plant stuff, they'll say fruits. The fruits of the so-and-so tree. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, if you've... There was a uh, the, the stall that used to be uh, on Berwick Street Market, the fruit stall. Was a ferry had a very old sign that said, uh, sells bananas and exotic fruits. And I went, ah, exotic fruits. And a banana would, would be that. My dad famously used to always say that he didn't see a banana, I think, till he was 15 or something. That was all they see. So he's born during the war years. And uh, yeah, my dad can buy his first banana. Yeah, I, th- I think that would be quite spectacular, you know, that at 15, someone produced a banana. And you've never seen one. I think it would be actually quite mind blowing. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like you'd be like, "What is that?" Yeah, you've takes, never seen one. It takes a lot to wow a kid with a fruit these days. Yeah, it really yeah. does. You need to get like one of those star fruits or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something really exotic. Look at the size of this persimmon. You know, something like that. <laughs> you can't just show them a banana. Yeah, and to be honest, though, they're kind of fruit that would be able to impress a kid mm. is probably a, a fruit that would impress me it would have a multi-generational thing if, if your kid was like wow look at that fruit i'd be like holy moly look at that fruit next time i see you i'm going to try and impress you with fruit please do i might bring those ones you know the ones that are like hairy balls <laughs> <laughs> sorry you're just drinking tea there <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i've got what they're called they're like not as if it's a hot drink no right yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we're going to start off with our five a day uh oh, my nice. five and your five and today today just this day i never do my five a day probably on about three or four your average day i really i mean i have to try and include some juice to try and bump up mine but i think i really i think i really get to like three maybe no point bad, bad. my number five Mm-hmm. is the strawberry oh first bred the garden garden variety of strawberry in Brittany france in the 1750s fire across over north american and chilean uh, wild strawberries and uh yeah they've been popular since the, you know there are 9.2 million tons of strawberries produced every year for the, I didn't know that yet. Yeah, you didn't know that. I thought you would. <laughs> 9.2 million tons. And uh, it's not a berry. Strawberry is not a berry. It's technically an aggregate accessory fruit, meaning that the fleshy part is derived not from the plant's ovaries, but from the receptacle that holds the ovaries. Oh, that is quite interesting. Yeah, and I say all of this just just to point out how, you know, people are always being smart asses and being like, well, a tomato is a fruit. Like, you can't have tomatoes mm-hmm. on this list. And like, if you've got tomato in your list, absolutely not. You, out. This, it, you know, fruits, we mean like the sweet, fruity things, yeah. right? It's got to be that. But yeah, strawberry, not a berry. But uh, I'm a big fan of strawberry flavored things, of things made with strawberries, just eating strawberries. Of all the things called berry, it's my favorite. I, did like raspberries mm. a lot for a while, 
but they're just a little bit too strong tasting. I think they just kind of steal the show. If you have raspberries with anything else, they just kind of overpower it. Whereas a strawberry goes fantastic with ice cream, the cake, just cream, you know, it's just, just great. The only thing you don't need to do with strawberries is cover it in sugar. I think that's like a relic of, of um, when the strawberries you'd get would be rubbish. Now you can just get nice tasty strawberries almost all year round if you're immoral. And uh, yeah, love them. Love a strawberry. Had some this morning. Um, My pancake. I just, oh, of course, that's quite nice. Uh, well, I, I'm not a massive fan of the strawberry. And I, I feel like this might be a controversial uh, uh, list off in general. But I'm not a massive fan of a strawberry. I, and I feel like I get you and I feel that you're right. And every time I have a strawberry, I always feel like, have I never had a good one? Like, I feel like what everyone else is eating is not what I'm eating. I feel like it's like I keep thinking I must just keep having bad strawberries. I like strawberry flavored things. And I get that things are seasonal and I might not be having the best ones at all times. Mm. But it just feels like I never, I certainly never have anything that tastes like strawberry flavor. Um, I find them slightly like, I, I'd like them to be a bit sweeter, I think, than they are. I, I, I always find strawberries a bit bitter. And okay, it makes you're, just getting, you're just getting un, unripe ones, yeah. I'm going to, next then time I, I always you, am. Next time I see you, I'm going to bring you hairy ball fruit. Yeah, I just waited there for when you were drinking again. Hairy ball fruit and uh, strawberries, some good strawberries. Although it may be a bit early for good strawberries, but strawberries are great. Okay. When I was a kid, we had a in the garden. We had a, a tub with um, wild strawberries growing. Have you ever had them? They're very much smaller, small little, darker strawberries. Very small. Oh, maybe not. And um, they just grow every year on this funny. It's a different type of plant, and they're they're very nice wild strawberries they got a delicious taste but they're pretty impractical for mass mass production so you don't get them in the supermarket or anything like that but they're fantastic and have grown in your garden and i was crazy about picking them to the point where my parents actually had to like erect a fence around it to keep me off from just eating them all probably eating them all when they weren't ripe as well and giving myself (laughs) bad nappies so yeah i've been a lot been a lifelong strawberry fan and i would have said they would have definitely dropped out of my top five for for many years but they've come back in now um, as I mellow, as I return to my roots, the strawberry is back. And yeah, we have, we have pancakes and we have a, some, some fruit, you know, chopped up to go with pancakes and strawberries. The one I'll, I'll reach for, I will shun the blueberry on the way to the strawberry. You're right though, that I don't think of like, uh, I'm not sure I'm a big berry guy. I mean, I know that wouldn't preclude me from liking a strawberry now, of course, but like uh, maybe I'm not a big berry guy. And certainly like in a yogurt or something, a fruits of the forest would be a bit like, no, thank you. Not for me. Well, well, yeah, it's interesting. In a yogurt form, I, I don't really like fruit yogurts, really, not since I was a kid. But I mean, if I was going to have one, I'd probably go black cherry. Okay. I like, like a black cherry yogurt. But I'd say that uh, I haven't eaten one for at least 20 years okay okay yeah i don't think yeah i don't think i'm a big uh airy person of 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 any variety actually thinking about it uh jam i'll have a jam i like a strawberry or a raspberry jam Mm -hmm. um and could have either uh but actually i'm probably less prone to like i mean i think i'm have some sort of weak sauce jam because i'm not even that mad on having the bits of uh 
little pips or whatever in them. Very strained, like you'll have it very smooth. Very smooth. smooth yeah. Some Hartleys or something. Get myself some Hartleys. Really pressed. pound nine. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Uh, no with bits in. Yes, please. That's for me. Yeah, I think that this is probably this is probably explaining why I'm not getting my five a day. I think it's gonna gonna crop up on this. I like crop up when we're talking about fruit. Um, my number five, uh, I've put it at number five because I felt like it was going to be a controversial one and it bumped out another one, which is probably a more legitimate fruit. And I feel like this week I might be the bad boy list off with my controversial truths. Uh, 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 a tinned peach. In oh, peach. Good, is that though. controversial? No, that's good. That's good. I like that. Okay. I think it's a I think it's a big, big one to have in your top five. And I think it shows mm. commitment to uh packaged food, uh sure. fresh stuff. But I a tin peach is a magical thing. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. And it's it's sort of that really sweet juice it comes in as well. Absolutely lovely. What is that? What, um, what is it? It's like it just says I don't know. I'm syrup. sure it's sugar. It says it's in, gonna be yeah. in syrup, but it's just it's a good stuff, isn't it? It's, it's going to be a preservative, isn't it? So it's going to be like a, a virtually, virtually. I guess it's syrup, sugar, pure sugar, sugar, isn't it? Water, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, it's where it's been flavoured with the peach, mm. and and it is bad because I do know that in my head, it's like I prefer a tin peach to a peach, and I know that isn't great. But I did look it up, and apparently it has exactly the same amount of nutrition in a tin peach than you would in a regular peach. Yeah, that's the and the article, the article was. Uh, was put in a way to be like, I oh, don't feel bad if your kids like tin peaches and not regular peaches because still got all the good stuff in. So I realised that wasn't aimed at me, but that's how it, like uh, I, I think they're they're super sweet. I, and I actually think that preservative gives it like you never really get a bad tinned peach in a way that you can quite often get a bad peach. Oh yeah, peach um, is a high risk fruit in my opinion. Oh, absolutely, often easily bruised. Easily brewed. Uh, it can easily be. You can look like a good one, and then you can bite into it, and it's like mm -hmm. over hard and has no sweetness and just not there yet. It's very mm. hard to judge. It's like buying avocados. Yeah, I mean, we've got. I guess we should say this now because I've done that. Um, as some of some of the fruits on my list are ones where you go. I mean, it has to be at its best, but some of them are. Um, that's the beauty. You know, they're fair weather fruits. That's the beauty of uh, tin peach. I mean, that's why you'd have them during war. You'd have them in the wild west. You'd have them, you know, in your nuclear bunker. You'd have them on your harvest mm -hmm. festival. You'd have them on, you know, tin peaches go. You'd have them in deadwood, wouldn't you? Of course, yeah. Deadwood, they'd always yeah. be eating tin peaches. Fruits, fruits of the wild west and of war. Two yeah. cool things. It's very manly <laughs> in that way. Yeah, yeah, it's true. What would, you, would you just have them plain? Do you know what? I, I would have them plain, but I tell you something, uh, a thing that I used to have as a kid, I think perhaps from school dinners mm. would be tinned peach in custard, where you'd have a sort of the syrup floating in almost inside the custard. Mm. And it's little, um, like a little oasis of, of uh, uh, tinned syrup cool. water. No, I, we all um, had them in, in the house. Like my, I think my dad really had a thing for them. Again, being a kind of wartime baby, it was mm. it was a really exciting fruit that you could get and was super practical and wasn't you know down to the vagaries of seasons or or importing or anything like that. It was 
you can get these any time of the year. You can keep them for ages. And when it's a special occasion, you can get your can opener out and have some tin peaches. I mean, I guess it's sort of part of that sort of fruit salad idea, mm. which is always something that's quite tasty, a fruit salad. But like a tin fruit salad, to me, I would never take over a tin, tin peaches, I think. Tin peaches. No, I wouldn't. That kind of sliminess, that, that good sliminess is amazing. I tell you, I just, it's just, uh -huh. I'm just, I just was thinking, what did we used to eat them with? Anything, I think, like, but, but especially, I remember when we were a certain age as kids and you would just go, when the best thing in the world was squirty cream. Oh, yeah. Tin peaches, you know, with a big turd of squirty cream curled out on top of it. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah? Lovely. That, fantastic. And I'll tell you what, after our, breakfast cereals discussion where i was widely lambasted for using a teaspoon to eat cereals mm -hmm. tinned peaches are something where i would definitely go for the tablespoon slash dessert spoon because they are way too slippery customers to keep on a teaspoon even if you chop them into bits mm -hmm. just too slippery yeah that's like it, it, then it's, it's like an egg and spoon race if you've got one of them so yeah big bigger spoon for the for the tin peaches yeah i'd uh, i'd stand by it Gotta stand by it. Good choice. I like it. Ah! My number four is a close relative of the peach. Uh, it is it is a type of peach of the uh, tree peaches, which are native trees of the the region of northwest China between the Tarim Basin and the north slopes of the Kunlun Mountains. It was first domesticated and cultivated, and it might. But my preferred one is the nectarine the hairless okay. waxed cousin of the peach. Um, and cause I don't particularly like the, the peach fuzz. I don't particularly like the sort of hairy feeling of it. Uh, mm. I like the uh, smooth waxed body of a nectarine. And I think sure. a crisp, perfectly in season nectarine that sat in your food yeah. bowl for a while is just fantastic. Love it. One of my in terms of, of the masters of the universe action figures, mm. you prefer uh, a plastic, smooth plastic beast man yep. to a slightly furry moss man yep. equivalent, which is otherwise the same toy and yep. paint is different color. Or much the same, I prefer uh, Battle Cat to. Yeah. Oh, God. What's Skeletor's cat called? Panthor. Good point. I had to Panthor. look over there at the box of a. Panthor and Skeletor <laughs> toy that I have over there. <laughs> it's on my eBay list. I mean, it's got to go. Um, yeah, Panthor was hairy like a peach, and Battle Cat was smooth like a nectarine. Yeah, I, I love a nectarine. I think I think nectarine again. You, you, I like you can buy ripe nectarines in a supermarket for about a thousand pounds for a packet, or you can buy not quite ripe nectarines for about twenty p. And you just put them in your fruit bowl for a few days, like in normal times, like before everything was just ready. Mm. And they're fantastic. You just do that. You put them in a fruit bowl, stick them next to a banana to ripen even quicker. You know, does that work? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Bananas give off a special ripening thing. You should you shouldn't keep your bananas in the fruit bowl because they make all your other fruit ripen too quickly. You didn't know this? What? What, did, what kind of school did you go to? Didn't you didn't you go to university? That's the first thing they teach you. Don't put your... university. Okay, I'm joking about that. But but wow, you got to know this thing. Bananas, you want to keep them separately unless you want to specifically over ripen things quickly, because bananas release this like ripening. Okay. Yes, I don't know. What it, I, you know. I'm not a scientist. But uh, you can understand why this is like uh, mind blowing news, right? 
I would have told you if I. This is like it. when my dad found out about the banana. But they, they say, oh, not only that, it, it can affect the rest of your fruit. Honestly, I keep the bananas. I keep the bananas with my onions. Whoa. Yep. In the dark. In the cupboard. That sounds crazy. Because the, the onions also give off a kind of oniony odor, right? No, they don't give off an oniony odor. Onions are, onions are cool, but they want to be just kind of dry and, you know, chilling out in the dark. So. Man, no wonder you watch Gardener's World. Got some, Let me uh... tell you about this stuff on Gardener's World. This is just the School of Hard Knocks is where you learn about um, banana bruise, wow. bruising and over-ripening. So, yeah, keep bananas. I guess I've led a really uh, cultured and uh, sheltered life. Yeah, uncultured and sheltered life. Yeah, I mean, uncultured, I'm sure. just saying, like, you've got to keep the bananas separately unless you've got some things that you want. So if I got some nectarines that sure. I wanted to ripen up quickly, I stick them in with the bananas. Wow, this is incredible stuff. Honestly, if we'd done this the other day when it was April Fools, yeah, I would not be buying this for a minute. It's entirely possible that I've been misinformed and led down the garden path by some phony scientist. But you know, right? Maybe if you're listening and you know the real science of this, what the chemicals are, and I could just Google it, but that'd be rude. You know, that's so like bananas are magic. Well, they just they 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 have a kind of ripening. Okay. Yeah, that's that's, right. that's 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 what I've been told. You keep them out of the fruit bowl. I'll take it on board. Great. Try it at home. <laughs> but nectarine, nectarines, you got to get them at the right time of year and stuff. And but when they're good, they can't be. Here. Yeah, it's been a long time, but I do I do like a nectarine actually. And you're right, much much more over a peach. I don't mind a furry peach, but there is always that slightly kind of like you got to tell your brain it's a bit like. It's almost like, is it going for it? you got to go, by the way, brain, this is going to be furry. I don't mind the furriness, really. What I mind is that I think it's a high-risk fruit. I think a lot of them are kind of stodgy and dry, and it's hard to tell which ones are going to be good, and sometimes they're underripe, whereas I think nectarine's more predictable. You can give it a good squeeze and, and know, a nice new nectarine. If nectarine's ripe, if it's already ripe, then stick it in the fridge and then have it cold mm, on a hot summer's day. Top fruit. Oh, I'm, Top fruit. I like fruit in a fridge. Not all fruits. All fruits. Um, my number four is the banana, a fruit that you cannot put in a fridge. Don't put it in a fridge. Um, and I'd say, I'd say for me, like, um, unlike you, I think I am, I want things now. For me, like, a banana is something that is only good for about eight minutes and you've got to catch it. Otherwise, it's kind of, not good enough, not good enough. It's right, it's bad, it's bad. But even when it's bad, it's not that bad. And banana makes my list because I think about 10 years ago, I don't know if it was a scare thing or some sort of weird thing was in the papers about how uh, we're actually going to run out of bananas at some point because we consume them too fast. And that was one of those things in my head. I went, oh, and I, it really gave me a bit of existential angst to the idea of, that we're going to run out of bananas at some point and I won't be, there will be a day when it's like, yes, sir, we have no bananas. Um, and I'll be like, what? What do you mean? Then they'll say, <laughs> we have no bananas today. Yeah. yeah. Um, or any. Go, okay. Yeah. Or any other day from, from now on. You've, you've eaten your last banana, my son. Yeah. Which is, a, which I'm going to say to someone tomorrow. Hey, man, you've eaten your last banana. Sounds like it's something you'd say in an 80s film. <laughs> I'm going to use it more often. Oh, yeah? Well, you've eaten your last banana. Um, uh, but, yeah, what I think, and it was almost like uh, bananas are one of, like, they're an easy go-to for me. Very easy. And also, 
I could probably do a banana when it's well past its best. Um, as a kid, I'd have a banana sandwich. Yeah, did you have those when you were a kid? Nope. <laughs> uh, we, we'd have them quite often, and I, I enjoy a banana sandwich. Mushed up, mushed up with a fork. Oh, yeah. Not sliced. Uh, no, no, not sliced. Mushed up, so you get that. And also, the mushed up banana is a very satisfying uh, thing. I've, um, I've mushed up banana today for, for the yeah. kids on their pancake. Absolutely. it's a, And that's nice, a mushed up banana. But yeah, I could eat quite a... When they go really dry, they're not great. And I'm not a big fan of the banana, the little strings that come off them. Not a big fan of them. Yeah. Um, but I'd say unless they're not yet ripe, that's the worst kind of banana. But the other reason it's on the list is because when it's ripe, and it's, it's almost quite a new discovery to me. I, I had a banana... Uh, a few years ago that was so nice and it was the first banana i'd ever had which tasted like banana flavor and i went oh it's this it's this and it made me realize that bananas have such a like a clock that hits the right time of day broken clock twice a day thing it's like that that you rarely get a good banana but when they're good they are they are magnificent, and they're every bit as good as a banana Nesquik. <laughs> uh, that is that's what that's what all, all bananas are going for. Aspiring they're all trying to get to, to banana Nesquik level, but rarely reach those dizzy heights. But it is it's interesting that when I had it, I had a real like because but banana flavor is one of those things where like most flavored things are just made up. It's like well, it doesn't taste like the thing, but sure, that's that's what you mean by banana flavor but you can have a banana and it'll be like this is delicious this is like a banana flavored thing did it was it like reaching banana vana oh yeah nirvana um that was better i got to <laughs> i've got to go into combat mode here and say i dislike bananas um Jeez. at the risk of being going back to teaspoon gate here i i really don't like a banana i haven't eaten a banana for about 35 years um, i do not like bananas to me it's the texture the texture to me is like i'm sorry to say this banana fans but it's like you've reached in a toilet pulled out a turd and just mm -hmm. it's just not i just nothing nothing is like a banana in texture without having i've just no i don't like it I, but your kids like a banana one's gone off bananas but yep one still eat bananas it's quite a recent thing she's gone off almost all foods because she's four but um kids like bananas everyone likes bananas but not me i just did you mind a banana that's mushed up i haven't touched a banana in my mouth for 35 years oh. if i had a if somebody, you give me a fruit salad i'd leave the banana bits in even if it was a bit rude interesting yeah I'd even eat things that I don't particularly like, like a pineapple or something. I'll eat that in a fruit salad, no problem. Mm. Banana, no, I don't want it. I, I don't mind the flavor. That's the other thing. Like I can eat like banana sweets. I can have a banana Nesquik, mm -hmm. you know, I can have a banana cake or something. I don't particularly want to, but I could have that. It's the texture. It's the turd texture. It's the fact that it doesn't have a kind of skin Like you take the skin off. So most fruit have like an outer bit and an inner bit. When you've, yeah. when you've taken the peel off a banana, it's just, it's just this mushy 
mushy handful. I feel like neither of us had ever actually eaten a turd. But to <coughs> me, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that what that is is the same texture as a banana. Though. I've never eaten a turd. I feel like it isn't. And I haven't eaten a banana for 35 years. So I'm very, very poorly informed to make that comparison. Mm-hmm. But that's how I feel about it. I just don't sure. want the texture of it in my mouth. Okay, well, this might change your mind, right? Did you know that banana can give off this sort of ripening aura that can ripen up uh, nectarines and shit? I did, yeah. I always have one around the house. You know, they're, yeah, so, you know, I mean, that's, that's the other reason it's on the list. It's magic. It's a magic fruit. So put that in your banana pipe and smoke a banana. I don't want to smoke banana. Actually, do you know what? I'd rather smoke a banana than eat a banana. <laughs> no, that's fine, though. I've got a, courses for courses. I've got a great banana thing that happened a couple of years ago. I was sure. walking down the bottom of Tottenham Court Road, you know, uh-huh. out near where, like... When you say the bottom? Yeah, I mean, like, Paper Tiger, uh, kind of opposite the new foils, that kind of bit, the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. So closer, closer to Tottenham Court Road tube. Top, very then... close to Tottenham Court tube. And, you know, hi-fi is not furniture, basically, is what I'm talking about. And I was walking behind a young woman, and she slipped on a banana peel on the pavement. Oh, you love to see it. She slipped on a banana peel on the pavement, and I caught her as she fell backwards, because she slipped, you know, the foot went out in front of her, comedy style, and she went backwards. And I was, it was, you know, busy central London in those days when London was busy. And I kind of caught her. And I was like, you're all right. And she was like, and she looked round to be like, did I really slip on a banana peel? And I, and she looked and she looked at me and I looked at her and was like, yes, you did. And she was happened like, happened to me. It happened to you. Happened to me. Slipped, slipped, went flying along. And I was like, what the F was that? Because it is an unusual slip. thing to slip on as well. Yeah. Like what you're like, what you're on is like, what is this? And it was like, a banana skin and it was like very satisfying like oh well fair play I'll, I'll have that experience thanks i'll have that life experience it just was like you wanted there to be someone recording it and she was like you saw you saw i, was like, I did see she's like yes you saw you saw that i slipped on a banana mm-hmm. i was like yes and then that's probably why you should never throw them dispose of them in a bin exactly guys because they are very slippery whoever laid that i guess they probably won the race didn't they yeah you know, yeah yeah they, I've never seen. Have you, ever been, you ever been hit by a turtle shell? I've never been hit by a turtle shell, struck by lightning, uh, okay, gone faster because I ate a mushroom, or sure. or jumped really high because I had a feather. That's for the old school crew. To be honest, I guess if you were hit by a turtle shell, one red and one green, mm. and you'd slipped on a banana skin, you would be going, "I know how I'm gonna die," and that'd be when that <laughs> that lightning bolt hits you. Yep. You've got to stay indoors for a long time indoors. if you've you've had all three. Oh, I'd quite like that. Not not as a way to die. How did he die? He was hit by lightning <laughs> after being struck with a green shell and slipping on a banana. Yeah, that would only happen if you were about to win as well. Anyway, that's that's my favourite banana thing, really. Yeah, well, that's my number four. It's fine that you don't like them. That's fine. It's that's very, fine. It's very good of you to say. Three! My number three uh-huh. is a quite specific one is the granny smith apple yes the sharp sharp crunchy green apple originated in australia in 1868 it's named after maria ann smith who oh lovely 
Yeah. A real granny. A real granny Smith. She propagated the cultivar from a chance seedling. It's thought to be a hybrid of uh, the European wild apple with a domesticated apple as a pollinizer. Anyway, she she's she is the real Granny Smith. I think she was quite a big big tree person. Uh, she is she an actual granny of humans or does she feel that she is the grandmother of apples? I'm gonna have to look her up again, I guess, to find that out. I just was happy enough to see that it was a Maria and Smith. Yeah, that's that's very yeah. pleasing. And uh, I like a Granny Smith. And it's Australian, so it's lucky to have been called Granny Smith because they might have named it just Smitho or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Smitho. And that would be, we'd all have to say, oh, yeah, what you having? I'm having some Smithos. Smithos? Smithos. But yeah, Granny Smith. And you love, love a Granny Smith. Can't beat it. It's the most unethical apple to like if you live in the UK because you can't really grow it here. You know, so they're all imported from the other side of the world all year round, pretty much. God, it's very interesting because I think of that as almost being the most common apple of my youth, the Granny Smith. And I, I assume the Granny Smith is very British in a kind of... Uh, no, it's, uh, it's, it's the other side of the world. Wow, well, yeah. South Africa and um, Australia, most of them come from... You, you You can grow them here, but you you know they need more more warmth and stuff so they're super popular here as well right yeah i think so i mean you, you can always the red red apples kind of come and go and there's obviously more there's only two types of green apples you ever get anywhere other than cooking apples is you know you get mm. your golden delicious which is disgusting yuck get out of town you can have it on your lip oh that's just oh, terrible well a golden delicious is technically it's more of a golden color so it's more i guess it's a more of a yellow apple than a green it's a light green isn't it you think that's well, I don't know. Green? A Granny Smith is a deep green, which you can, if you look closely at Granny Smith, it has lots of tiny little dots on it. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. So lighter dots. I've, yeah, go on. Just, oh. Granny Smith, fantastic, really sharp. Sometimes they're so sharp they're not sweet at all. You know, is the kind of fruit that you could, if you if you accidentally cut yourself, you had a cut and you rubbed a Granny Smith in it, I reckon it would really hurt. You know, it's proper. <laughs> it's got that bitterness to it, but it's it's so crisp and white on the inside. Love a Granny Smith. Big fan of eating a Granny Smith. If I'm hungry and it's time for bed and I'm like, oh, because I ate dinner with the kids and, you know, that was about a million hours ago. And now I'm going to go to sleep and I'm like, oh, no, I'm hungry and it's going to keep me awake. Granny Smith mm. hits the spot. Fantastic. I'll tell you what, I've, I've just had a Proustian memory of uh, eating Granny Smith. This is quite a satisfying thing. Have you ever eaten an apple where you've cut it? cut in chunks of it right mm. rather than taking a bite out of mm. it that's quite a satisfying thing mm. and that almost makes me feel like again if i was in the old west i feel like i might have a pocket knife that i'd cut apples with yeah a pairing um knife. yeah i'd have one of those and some tin peaches and i'd go out shooting some robbers um yeah and uh, rustlers rustlers uh, yeah. uh but but as i was a kid i think it was when i had chicken pox i was ill and for like a lunch that I'd never had, I think before or since, was uh, a cut up Granny Smith, just slices, mm. and uh, a few slices of cheese, oh. and having them as a as a sort of, and they they complemented each other My very well. My mum eats cheese and apple slices like daily. Mm. It's like a go to lunch thing. Cheese, apple, maybe a bit of a cracker or something, or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, she's that's yeah, no, cut up Granny Smith was a big thing when we were kids. Love it. I think because it's just so firm. Like I'm not a big apple fan in general. I like the flavour of apples, but a lot of apples are a bit I know what dodgy. you mean. 
I absolutely know what you mean by that. And I might talk more about it in a bit. But I, I do quite like things firmer in general. I will um I will come back to it. I will mm. come back to it later. Yeah, because the, the, you can get the full gamut of firmness from a, from an Apple department of your Apple mm -hmm. superstores. Yeah. Brandy Smith, love it. Number three. My number three is uh watermelon. Watermelon. Uh I think it's I don't. I don't think anyone doesn't like a watermelon. No, I think they're, every I, episode you throw in a double or triple negative. I don't think anyone doesn't like a watermelon. Watch out for it at home. It's, you do that so much. It's it's fantastic. I, I do it written down as well. You I have to you, constantly you uh, you rewrite. Think, you think everyone likes a watermelon? No, I don't <laughs> think anyone doesn't like one. Um, <laughs> That's how I speak. I've got, uh, you know, that's my, uh, that's my, I've, I've worked long and hard to get these triple negatives in. I love it. I've got an unsuccessful career in stand-up comedy based on such, <laughs> such linguistic flights of fancy. And I won't have you belittling them. I'm not. I love it. Um, but they, um, a watermelon, I think is like, it's refreshing. It is classy in some ways it doesn't taste of a lot it's it's a really subtle fruit and that's it that's sort of its strength it's that thing where it, on like a hot day it's a really great accompaniment to have this sort of refreshing thing and part of it feels kind of like to me a watermelon also feels quite classy like i'm having something which is like um Adults a wrong word, but like They're refined or grown up, yeah. I guess, grown up type thing to have a watermelon. And it's like um I'm not a big fan of fish, don't eat a lot of fish. But I've realized from eating fish that people who eat it go, This is a good fish. And I'll try it and go, All right, the fish that is good is the fish that tastes almost of nothing that's how i judge what a good fish is <laughs> so the ones that people go i love this fish oh this is a really great quality fish and you go oh what's this fish taste of it's like nothing at all so that's what i've read almost the more you can taste fish the worse it is and by that by those metrics your watermelon is one of the best fruits it doesn't really taste of a lot except for like that is one where you have a watermelon sweet you know what it is you go, oh, yeah, sure, that's watermelon. Nothing... If you were eating a watermelon, you'd be like, no, not much really going on here. It's subtle, it... but nothing tastes like it, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And in general, I guess what you're eating is mainly water. And I, I find that thing that it's – and that is something that absorbs water from all around it, right? Like um, that, that, I think, takes in water from outside. I think that's why you can have bad watermelon uh, in countries where it might be in like a puddle or near bad water. It's like – it will have sort of absorbed oh, okay. some of that, I yeah. think. And I think that's that thing where you can put, you know, alcohol in it and things, right? Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. kind of soak yeah. it and add stuff to it. But watermelon is that kind of, it, and it feels like, you know, in a way that when I was a kid, almost all fruit, which is a good trick that mums play, that fruit was often a pudding, like, and a watermelon really does feel like a dessert mm. as well. It has that real, you can have it as a dessert, you can have it on its own, you can have it as a starter. Um, you can have it almost as a drink. Mm -hmm. If it's cold, you can have it like a, like 
yeah, certainly when it's cold on a hot day, there are a few things nicer than watermelon. And and again, it's that sort of texture where there's nothing really else like it. It feels almost that it's barely, it's almost like water, which is like formed a shape almost. It's got this sort of, uh, a big fan, big fan. Num, num, num. In fact, it's the first one that's given me a real uh, <laughs> mouth-watering. Uh, you need some now. You know, I need some watermelon. I haven't got any. Um, I like I like to see someone in a shop buying half a watermelon with a bit of uh, uh, cellophane around it. Yeah, always a good look for someone in a queue. Yeah, they have to have it on their uh, hand because it doesn't fit in their basket. Yeah. Whatever, so they've got it sort of balanced on their arm. Love it. Yeah, I love it that you see it in like you know shops that mainly sell beer and tins of beans. Oh, we've got some watermelons over there as well. Love to see it. Watermelons. <laughs> I'm with you. My number two is another specific one. It's white cherries. Now, when I say white cherries, I mean the kind of yellowy, blotchy with red cherries that in America they call Rainier cherries. But I'm not sure that's what the ones here are. I've, we used to really have them growing in, in, in Herefordshire a lot where I go for holidays and, and there would be a lot of orchards there of, of these white cherries. And they are only around for a couple of weeks a year generally. Um, I'm a massive fan of them. I like the flavour so much more than a than a dark red cherry. They've they they're kind of like they're a lot like a nectarine in a way. They've got that kind of not as sharp of a taste. That kind of yellowy white flesh inside. Absolutely delicious. Can eat loads of them without feeling sick. Whereas I think a red cherry is like there's a limit to how many you can eat before you start getting a bit acid reflux or you know having to run to the toilet or something. Um, certainly as a kid, I think it was, you know, there was a limit which you could overdo. Whereas with the white cherry, you just, just go crazy, knock yourself out. And you, you'll see you'll see trees of them around the place here and there because they have a nice uh, blossom. There's, you know, they're a nice looking tree. But um, my number one place to have them was, do you remember when on, on Oxford Street, on those little pedestrianised side roads or those little pedestrianised ends of side roads, they used to have a lot of fruit stalls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Market stores. They're probably all gone now. There might be one left, but there used to be a lot. And I would just get a little paper bag of uh, white cherries when they were in season on Oxford Street when I was doing doing my shopping, going to the record shops or whatever. And it really makes me laugh now to think of myself as a teenager with a bag of cherries walking into record shops or clothes shops or whatever, you know, stash the cherries in my pocket or something and do my shopping then come out and just be eating some cherries and spitting the pips out in the bins as I walk past them. And it was just that to me, that's just like a really joyful thing. Like instead of getting a, yeah, man. some sweets or biscuits or something, you know, it'd be like, yeah, I'm just going to get a bag of cherries. I've pretty much yeah, never you're, buy... you're a regular Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like. <laughs> but I would never, I'd never been someone to buy some fruit and eat it straight from a, from a stall or something i buy fruit from the shops in as part of my shopping but for some reason but you know I what when i see that. someone with with uh, a bag of fruit i like it i like to see someone walking along with a brown bag uh picking out bits of fruit it's yeah. pleasing it's great pleasing. I, that's the only time i've really ever got into it is like on oxford street eating white cherries but i did that I, a lot i don't know about white cherries i feel like i've never had one but i can't I, we need to have when you're describing party. them i can't even see them they're like a yellowy white with red blotches on them. They might be all okay. yellowy white, 
you know, or they might be mostly red, but they're kind of, they have a, like a peach, they look like a mini peach, but they're cherry size. They are cherries. They're just, uh-huh. they're very much like a red cherry, but they're, they have a much less sharp flavor. And okay. I would say it's like a compare. It's like, it's like comparing white chocolate to, to milk chocolate. You know, it's, it's that sort of like, relative like chocolate. I'm saying they're, they're, they're very much the white chocolate of the cherry world. I would say like they're, they're fantastic. When, when they're another one, which is only, they're only around for, they're quite niche. So they're only around for a quick minute, but they're fantastic. And um, hopefully, you know, in the in the new times that are to come, we can we can walk down Oxford Street eating some white cherries together. Eating some cherries. What 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 a what a sight. Be great. What, what's something to aspire to? Fantastic. Um, I'm not a big fan of cherries in general, though. You know, I don't like cherries. I don't like cherry flavor. No, I don't really either. I don't like cherry coke. Nope. I'm not a big fan of any of that stuff. I like cherry cola bottles, the sweets. No. Nah. No. Yeah. What are the um cherry hard hard sweet that you get in the wrapped up? What are they called? Oh yuck. Yeah. What are they? Can't remember. Yuck. Not yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I don't really like no. cherry flavour. Not I'm I'm I do like a red cherry, but I don't like cherry flavour things. But the white cherry is just on another level. You're you're missing out. We're gonna have a fruit party, that's what we're gonna do. Oh yeah. We're gonna get some bananas, ripen something up. Yeah, I'll buy a load of stuff. Eat some watermelon, and then we'll surround them with bananas till they're ripe. Yeah, and then we'll we'll. I can't wait for this fruit party. Fruit party. It's going to be the big post-COVID thing. Fruit party. Twenty twenty-one or possibly twenty twenty-two, depending on. Uh, <laughs> depending. Yeah, don't spoil it all for us so that we can have our fruit Pending. parties. It hasn't come up in the roadmap yet when fruit parties are allowed again, but I'm sure, like at some point, we're going to get a press conference where we're going to be given a date for when the fruit parties can happen. <laughs> um, my number two might not be popular with you is a pink lady apple. Uh, not an apple, Matt, but because a pink lady is part golden delicious. It is uh, created in 1973, I believe. That's a new color. 1973. I mean, it's it out. It's it's beyond my lifespan but it is interesting to think not by much is the uh the pink lady been around to be fair though i never used to see them when i was a kid never seemed to be part of the apple uh the apple family um i i love a pink lady it's part uh one of the things i like about golden delicious which i know it's not as as hard as a a granny smith Mm. but it is it does have some crunch to it some of them don't. Yeah. Are you kind of Brayburn where they're a bit like too soft and a bit like sort of lose your teeth in them? The ones that are really soft are those ones with the really waxy, the dark red ones with the really waxy outsides. Oh, yeah. yeah they're yeah, really yeah, massive yeah. and they're just like, yeah. they're almost like a banana. They basically look like red peppers. Yeah. Those kind of ones. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, your pink lady is, um, it's crisp. Uh, it's very pleasing to bite into snap it off and also a pink lady is so sweet that it tastes it's got almost like a bubblegum flavor to it it's really nice tasting again comes from uh comes from australia i guess most of the apples do apple country um but yeah it's it's got like um it sort of mixes a golden delicious which to be fair i, I sort of agree that they're not they're not the nicest they're not whoever it's crossed with um, apparently it's crossed with a lady williams apple but i've never had a lady williams 
Um, uh, and it's that crossed with a golden delicious. But whatever that is, it is created something. It tastes almost like a hubba bubba drink or something. It's like, um, uh, which is which is a kind of fruit I aspire to. I like this. That tastes like incredibly sugary. All, um, yeah, all your fruit are aspiring to be sugar-based yeah. factory-made sure. confections. The zenith, the zenith <laughs> of fruit is to be sweets. That's what they all want to be. <laughs> and, um, surely that's what they're all. That's the aspiration of any good fruit is to be a sweet. Um, like the best versions of fruits are often in sweet form. Um, I mean, this is a bad sign, isn't it, for my um, life expectancy? Life expectancy. <laughs> yeah. Um, you just but, reminded yeah. me that I quite like a foamy banana sweet. Quite like them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Quite like them. So do I. So do I. And also like their name. Yeah. Always amuses me. Yeah. Um. Pink lady. And that's my... I don't even know if I've had a pink lady because I'm not a big. Well, I guess you would. I can see I'm that you wouldn't have Granny given Smith. them a go. I'm a Granny Smith guy. I'm just like, I don't. I don't browse the Apple Store. If you know what I mean. I just. I know. Sure. I know what I've, I've got a subscription to Granny Smith. Yeah. I'm well, if you get any of those geniuses who want to show you around the uh, an Apple genius wants to show you around yeah, uh, the Apple Store, the, the fruits, and show you some, he would be going, "Hey man, you want to get yourself one of these." Uh, Pink ladies. Pink ladies. Uh, they taste a bit like hubba bubba drink. That's what you'd say. <laughs> yeah. Do you like hubba bubba drink? Do you remember hubba bubba drink? Yeah. yeah, it weren't around for a long time, but they were nice. Yeah. Um, um, and also, like, it's got a, it's got something of the um, Iron Brew about it. It's a bit Iron Brew, a bit. Oh, you say um, Pink Lady is a bit Iron Brew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. Um, that's my number two, a Pink Lady. Very tasty. My number one was already on your list. It is the absolute king of fruit for me. It is the watermelon. I think something that you didn't mention is it's the best looking. I mean, that green, oh, yeah. two shades of green patterned outside, like a really exciting marrow or gourd or something. But on the inside is a bright, like unnaturally bright, pink to red like flamingo colored fruit mm -hmm. oh, it's incredible you know you can get good watermelon pretty much everywhere now in london is all the time pretty much but certainly in summer you can get it really good but when i was a kid it was like you could get it on green lanes you could get it from turkish and cypriot shops and they would have it and that'd be the good stuff and then if you had watermelon somewhere else you'd be like this is rubbish like this is foamy and not refreshing at all but the 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 good stuff was amazing now now it's pretty much all good stuff i mean i i don't get bad watermelon very often but absolutely love it love it in in when we go to greece have family holidays out in greece and and um the the you know everyone there is like it's called kapuzi kapuzi there's some kapuzi after your meal like you just have a meal and then like maybe you're gonna have pudding but they'll just bring you out some watermelon cup into chunks you know with little ghetto forks just have a bit of that fantastic like because you can just you can if you say I'm, I'm full i'm full you can still squeeze in some watermelon like there's no full that wouldn't let you have watermelon because it's mostly water well you get that thing as well not even the watermelon the regular melon you would often have a sort of starter in restaurant you can have a, a parma ham and melon yeah and i always like that kind of cutting a melon into squares is always a pleasing uh a pleasing thing to have a bit of a 
little bit of watermelon. I'm not yet. Yeah, so I'm really not crazy about the other melons. The regular melons. None of the melons, the honeydew, the the gala, none of that. I'm not crazy about it. But a watermelon to me is just, is still an incredible treat. You know, when we have a big party or a barbecue or something in the summer, to go and buy like the biggest watermelon you can find in the local Turkish grocers, you know, that's like fantastic. And you go, yeah, I'm going to buy this whole watermelon. Can't carry anything else home. Just is my watermelon trip. I've just come to get a woman and then you got this huge thing and you're walking home with it. You look like, you know, people look at you like they look at people who have like a small dog. They're like, Oh, look at that. Look at that lucky guy. With his you boy. Melon. Get me the biggest watermelon from the window of the greengrocers. It's the, or probably not greengrocers, probably more. It's the best from the shop. It's the best feeling. And you can, you, yeah, go home with that and get your biggest knife and awkwardly cut it try and make some regular slices and not cut yourself fantastic and it's a it's a, it's its own fridge you know it retains its own coolth you know you don't you can stick it in the fridge once you've opened it or whatever but before you do it's going to stay super cold in there you're right to mention the look of it though it's a lovely it's a very good looking fruit uh, there's a bit in um the jungle book where baloo eats a watermelon and um and when you actually get them, you're right, because they, they, they've got an almost cartoonish quality to it. Mm. They're slightly better than they, they they look kind of a bit magic, that sort of green with a, you know, like saying the kind of red, super, uh, super red uh, interior. Lovely. No, you just can't beat it. And again, it's something that used to be like an incredibly, like a lot of these fruit, they used to be like an incredibly rare treat. But unlike your white cherry, which is still hard to get hold of for most of the year, um, yeah, the watermelon now you can get in my neighbourhood at least, which has got a lot of Turkish and Cypriot people and stuff. But you 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 can get it all the time, and I, I tend to wait till it's sunny because then it's better. But it's just mm. it's like a thing that used to be a massive treat, and now it's like you can have it whenever you want, you know. And the kids will be like, "We have some kapuzi," and they're like, "Yeah, let's we'll get some, no problem." I love it. It doesn't even cost a lot, you know, it's, oh, I suppose it does sort of by how much food it has in it, but it's, you know, if you think of it more like a drink, unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. I like, I like, you know, watermelon flavored things. Do you remember when they did those Jolly Ranchers, the boiled sweets from America that had too much flavor? So you put them in your mouth and go, oh, God, and one of them was watermelon flavored. And that was the one It was like, this is great. It's watermelon flavor. Fantastic. Or watermelon flavored bubblegum. Fantastic. Watermelon's great. I've just, and you, you ever seen them growing in a field? Like they're mad. It's just, they're amazing. You know, they're growing out in the blazing sun and then you crack one open and it's cold. That's incredible. It's yeah, a fridge. It's, it's, it's its own fridge. Like it's an edible fridge. Brilliant. Nature's fridge. Nature's fridge. <laughs> I love them. My number one are clementines. Ooh, good one. I absolutely love them. And in a way that is bad, like you've brought up several times, I almost find it worrying that I can get them good all year. I go, where are these coming from? But I'm getting good clementines all year round now. I put them in the fridge. I like a cold clementine. Uh, they are Christmassy all year round. Mm -hmm. 
that was the thing for a while it used to be a thing you could only really get around christmas mm. you wouldn't be able to get them and now there was a sort of time when you go hey these clementines are keeping later and later and later and to the point now where it's like there's no time you can't get a and are you saying strictly clementines or are you including like the 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 their their very similar siblings like the tangerine the the uh Nardicots. the tangerine yeah the nerdicot yeah. yes um the tangerine less so but sure and satsumas again sure but nerdcot yes very much so um uh and i like it now that they're all kind of labeled now as easy peelers yeah they're just they just, don't even really get their own tell name you which one it is yeah and also now i've realized um i have clementines all year round. i always have them in the fridge um that's my go-to fruit of choice couple of clementines try and have a couple of clementines every day the idea now as well that has become a really selling point for me is how easy they are to get into as uh as an easy peeler that is one of the big selling points and now i think i think now whenever i'm peeling an easy peeler i think to myself do you know what i might never eat another orange that's what i always feel like the idea of like when i'm doing it i think god what a faff eating an orange was and it just feels like an orange is one of those things you try and get into. You're getting tiny little bits of pith off. You're then pith left off. with all the kind of, uh, yeah, <laughs> you're then left with the kind of, you haven't taken enough off. So you've basically created this sort of white, like full, you've still got to scrape all that stuff off. Um, it's spurting out at you. It somehow basically managed to hurt you and find every little tiny cut in your hand the way that we've it's basically like the hand sanitizer of um Fruit. of the pre-covid world um it's it's like you're basically getting ah ah little bits of cuts getting stung off an orange and and you get it and what you get is a sort of a fleshier fruit than a clementine mm. but actually one that's not as nice nothing is as nice as sweet as a clementine once you're into it mm -hmm. and also like i sort of double up at the clementine at christmas at christmas they start being they start having clementine juice for sale as well mm -hmm. so i start doubling up and then i'll sort of switch out my orange juice for some clementine juice mm -hmm. and i get a sort of nice sweeter even um juice to have instead of orange so i'll it's probably nice. have maybe i'll have a glass of clementine juice to go in my clementines it's um doubling up absolutely Love them. They're your darlings. You'd say they're your darlings? Yeah, my number one. They're my darlings. My darling Clementine. They wrote a song about it. Huckleberry Hound sung about how much he loves Clementines. Mark Owen had a song called Clementine. Did he? I presume he's about the fruit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. One of his solo ones. One of his solo ones when he was respectable. You, you, loved, um, you loved his first album, didn't you? Uh, I didn't get the albums, but when I'd hear them, always, I'd always stick up for them and go, that's all right. That's all right. Better than any of the stuff he's ever done. Better than any of the other solo. Take that, people. He was speaking your language, though, wasn't he? Seeing about Clementines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. Good, good, good lad. Well, he's not actually a good lad, is he? He's, he's, it turns out Jason Orange is the only one who's actually all right. Um, but we're getting off topic here. Mine, sure. you, you've got two songs about Clementines. He's, and he's got a fruit surname. Yeah. If he was called Mark Clementine, I'd like him like even him more, more, which he yeah. should have been. Good. Um, I've met people called Clementine. Yeah. 
um uh, there's at least two good songs about watermelon yeah sort of, oh yeah yeah watermelon man another you know herbie hancock whatever and uh and uh watermelon by common sense it's good yeah you can maybe put them up in the uh the show notes yeah i mean they don't talk about the fruit in great detail but the best song about fruit is fruit man by uh the uh call on the gang do you know that one <laughs> here comes the fruit man bring your vegetables from the land brilliant fruit man that's great that's the best song about fruit i think all oh, oh, those the sesame street song what do you do with a fruit the sticky and run down your suit that's great i'll definitely link to that in the in the show notes maybe we do maybe we'll look up some other fruit songs I could just sit here thinking of fruit songs now. Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you will. Strawberry be. Fields. But, yeah. Obviously, okay. it's already been on the list. Yeah. Um, Clement, Clement, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, uh, did you have any also rands for your top? Well, there's a bunch of fruit that play important roles in the world, but I'm not going to eat a whole one, like lemons and limes. Big fan of both of them, mm. the things they do, you know. Sure. Uh, Seven up. <laughs> right yeah i mean i was thinking about healthy recipes but you know yeah, yeah. seven up it's seven up yeah lemon and lime i like orange juice uh but like you say oranges themselves are a bit of a pain in the ass no yeah fan of fan of the lime i don't really like blueberries but we always have them around these days because the kids like them and they keep they like them for really young it's like a really good thing to eat when they're really small uh but yeah raspberry i like Grapes, grapes are good. Well, that was that's going to be my one other that nearly got pushed out. I like a, I like a green grape. What color grape do you like? Well, like yeah, green seedless grape, firm ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ones where you they're so firm you could kind of eat the peel off and still the whole thing's going to stay intact. Oh, you know what? I could have some seedless grapes in a brown paper bag and walk across, walk through town. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Grapes are a great snack. When when kids are little now, they tell you you need to like cut grapes up in half to stop them being less, make them be less of a choking hazard, or even to less than half, so they're not round, so they don't block the throat as easily. Right. And I remember thinking this is this is a poor way to be exposed to grapes. You know what I mean? Like you want to be able to bite through the skin and have the whole oh. thing. Chopped up grapes this is a very sad. It's it's like when your kids are having their, you know, no artificial colours smarties and saying they're great, and you're going. Oh, you don't know you don't know you're born you don't know you're missing and um i feel like that with chopped up grapes so as soon as the kids were sort of safe enough to not have chopped up grapes i was like now you're going to really see what grapes are about grapes grapes are probably my number six <laughs> the green grape yeah they're my number six we would have had a top top six they were my top five and today i tin peaches popped in and i went oh, tin peaches is great I'm, I'm really pleased you brought that one up because i wouldn't have thought of it because i was just thinking fruit bowl you know like the fruit section of the supermarket i wasn't thinking down the the tinned fruit aisle yeah tomatoes don't count no matter what the scientists say obviously tomatoes are incredible but you know it's not the same thing i don't like tomatoes anyway you like, like pizza and pasta and you know you like yeah, tomatoes yeah, yeah. you know you, yeah, yeah even if you don't like eating tomatoes i don't like eating tomatoes and yeah they're not a fruit just because they're not silly don't be silly they're not eligible <laughs> well, for this thing that would just be <laughs> No. Daft. And also grapes, yeah. you know, they grapes make wine, very great grapeful for that. You know. Huh. Don't like a grapefruit at all. Um, I don't like... I used to have it weirdly as a kid, we'd sometimes have it for breakfast. I now sort of think of it as like that seems harsh. But that that we had sugar on that. Yeah, of course, because that tastes like like, mm. like it makes you cry. Yeah. And often we'd have like 
as a kid, we would sort of cycle through the different juices that would be in the fridge. So we wouldn't have orange juice all the time. If we had orange juice, we'd just drink it. We would have apple, sure. But then like for like a week or something, we'd have grapefruit juice. And it'd always be like a chore, like, oh, got to get through it. Yeah, got to get through it. Rather than, I'm sure if I just told my mum, don't get that, we should never have got it. I've had mangoes that have been fantastic, but they're incredibly picky. Like you need someone who knows their mangoes and knows where to get good mangoes. Like I have to go and buy them in like Neesden or something in, a, in on one day of the year. And then they have, and then they're right palaver to open up and stuff. Mm. But when you do have a really good bit of mango, I'm like, well, that's pretty good. Actually. It's true. I'm very poorly educated in that stuff. Like about what fruits are in season at what time of year and when I should be eating them. And I think I could probably take a lesson from that and get some uh, good stuff. Like uh, the only ones I really know are clementines because I know they shouldn't be around in the summer but because they're, they're a Christmas fruit. But now they are. Easy peelers all the time. I really miss there was a guy who had a fruit stall at the back entrance of Finsbury Park Station and he used to, he used to shout stuff the entire time. He had his patter or whatever and he, he I, I, there's certain fruits I can't eat without thinking of this guy shouting them and and uh he he's been gone he moved his store i think when they when they closed that entrance and doing the new new development and now it's the new entrance is open and he hasn't returned surprise surprise we've got like a waitrose and a you know picture house cinema and a m&s and a patisserie he's not coming back you know but he used to stand there and all day long and he'd be going banana 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 <laughs> and then he'd be going, um, like some mango, try some mango, try a bit of mango, try some mango. You like a mango? Try the mango, try the mango. And uh, so any of those things I get him. And also naughty cuts. We're lovely naughty cuts. So yeah, there's so many fruit that just is that guy. Banana, banana. And anybody in Fiji Park will know that guy. Just... Uh, I used to always want to be a greengrocer because of the flipping a bag. That was always a thing as a kid. I went, yeah, I could do that for a living. Yeah. Flicking, flipping the brown paper bag. That to me felt like that would be enough job satisfaction. <laughs> yeah, That'd be the like way a... they flip that bag around. Yeah. Is like, you know, a gunslinger spinning the pistol yeah. around on their finger or something. It's, it's a... That was one of my go to jobs. Like, yeah, I think that might be, uh, I might be up for that. It's a flipping some... thing to do. It, it really is. It's got something nice to it. Um, I was going to say something else, but that's about vegetables, so forget it. Um, do you think we'll do a top five vegetables? I don't know. I don't know that we will. I don't know that we will. I mean, I'll say it now. It's, hard, I'll say to it get, now. it's hard to get that enthusiastic about vegetables. But often, like, uh, the, uh, the the veg people more than the fruit people mm. on the in the Roman Road Market where I near where I live, they just go, get your mush. <laughs> mush. Not mushrooms, mush. Get your mush. Mush mush I don't, know, I don't know if it sounds appealing a mush and i like a mushroom i'm a mushroom, mushroom. as a mushrooms today banana banana you got your mush got your mush got your mush um uh, i haven't got much else to say actually nice. <laughs> um but <laughs> If you uh, let's go and have a bit more of a laugh at that crap. If you uh, (laughs) if you uh, (laughs) I'm like on um, Sunday brunch, yeah. Um, (laughs) Chelsea, um, um, they uh, if you like the show, please 
do it your likes and your subscribes give us a five star review wherever you do it apparently it helps i've heard from other podcasts um and do do that do do that yeah and tell people about it tell us off your fruit at the same time maybe poll all of your friends and relatives to know what what their favorite fruits are i'm sure there's some is there a really obvious one that we haven't done plums your plum fan nah they're nice but they're not up there i'm very fond of damsons but they're pointless and useless i just like the like the look of them like i feel i'm attached to them growing in the trees but um they're useless damson wine damson wine yeah damson jam damson jam um i i like i don't like pears that's the other thing i should have covered i don't like pears oh i quite like a pear no pear flavor bad Tinned pears? Do you feel the same way about tinned pears as you do tinned pears? I do. I do, but I like a pear as well. No. Um, I like I like a pear when you get up to the thin bit and you're still eating it. I saw oh. a kid outside primary school the other day at school pickup time and he had a pear and he'd eaten it and he'd left the most incredibly thin bit down the middle of the pear, like a core, but it was like mm-hmm. wafer thin. He'd just done this magical act of not breaking it. And the whole way down, it was just there, but he'd eaten everything else. It was astonishing. I thought, that kid's going to go places. Yeah. High roller. Big time. Probably... Any other fruits? I think, Fruit I think, observations? I think that's all the fruit that I have. Anything else? I think I'm fruitless. Fruitless now from now on. We'll cut, <laughs> we'll cut all this. <laughs> no. This is good stuff. Come keep it in. Come keep it in. I don't know if I had one. No, you don't. You can't really eat them. They're just for the show. I think. I see. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Rubicon lychee juice. Uh, lychees are super weird. Yeah. They are super weird. Yep, that's one to like surprise the kids with. But I don't think they'd eat it. It looks like a kind of grub that's going to turn into a vicious insect. Hmm. Yeah. Kiwi fruit. Yuck. Gross. Although my, my eldest does like kiwi fruit and I like you, I cut it in half and put it in an egg cup and she eats it with a spoon like an egg. And I like that. I think that's cool. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. It's very nice. There's a lot of fruit, aren't there? There's a lot of fruit. I like when you go to Chinatown and you see those like persimmons and Chinese mm. pears and all those crazy things that are like the size of a you know, like two watermelons put together or something, or the ones that have, yeah. or the ones that have crazy spikes on. Pineapple? You a pineapple fan? Not really. Not really. I could do a pineapple, but not, you know, under duress. I could eat a pineapple. That'd be weird. It sounds like a bad, bad torture. Eat it! Like, to be honest, I think a lot of these, like, a lot of fruits are like, yeah, I could have it, but I'm not like, I would never seek it out. You're not going to be seeking out fruit nah. in the trees. Pineapple's got, I mean, pineapple's main appeal uh, is the visual. Good visual, not great fruit. Looks good, not a lot of content. Like, uh, you know, like a flashy, very flashy kind of film that's got some high, spent a lot of uh, money on the set design. Not a lot going on. The pineapple. The pineapple. Apricot, fig, not fig. Yes, apricot. Dried apricot or, fr- or fresh apricot, both. Both. Yeah. 
they're dried apricots are in the category of things I haven't eaten for 35 years. I think like mm-hmm. I was big into them till I turned five and then I cast off all the, all the childish foods like bananas and apricots. That's not childish. I'm just being stupid. I'm just being stupid. I think we've covered most of the fruit. We've covered all the fruit. Um, Black currant. Um, I don't know. Have I had? I just think of that as a flavour. I think yeah, more than like think you like rabina. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what though? I haven't had it for a long time. You had a rabina for a long time. Yeah, I'd take a Vimto over Ribena. I th- I think of you as somebody that might have like a hot Ribena on a on a cold winter's day or something weird like that. One of those people. Do you know what? Now you said it, I absolutely could. <laughs> um, I used to get a hot Ribena from a tuck shop at school. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, they did not put enough Ribena in it. No, mainly mainly hot water. That's not good. That's not good. Ribena flavored water. But yeah, I could do a Ribena. You know. I actually, in some ways, I probably prefer the strawberry Ribena than I do the blackcurrant. That's controversial. I mean, I don't like any of it. I don't really want to drink any of those things. And I don't like blackcurrant as a flavour at all. Like, Your kids like a, 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 like Ribena? Don't do it with kids anymore. Kids just drink water. All, all, the, all the nice sweet things, juices and everything, it's like once in a blue moon. If you go to the dentist now with kids, it's all like, do they eat juice? Do they get juice? Do you give them juice? And if you say yes, they're like, look at this picture of a kid with no teeth. Like, they just, there's a serious anti-juice, anti-squash, all that stuff. So it's just wow. like, yeah, if you're being a good parent now, it's like, here you go, kids, some water. Here's some water. And then once in a blue moon, it's like, here's some apple juice. Right. It's pretty miserable being a kid these days. They must never find out about this other stuff. No. They must never learn about it. They, yeah, they must never learn. And it's like they, 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 they haven't had any fizzy drinks but if if the, like even I think they've tried some like fizzy water and we're like Ugh! like that's you know it tickles my tongue and you're of course like, yeah, yeah yeah I guess you know not I'm not going to be like oh you've got to get into this you know it's not like mm-hmm. learning to wipe your bum or something you can get through life without being into iron brew mm. don't need to be a free- I can't oh, I've got myself off it these days still be in my top five when we do that oh yeah. Oh yeah. Got onto the methadone program for getting off iron brew. <laughs> Golden uh you want some pink ladies. Pink ladies. So that's how you'd wean yourself off some iron brew. Come try this, a good is, way. this is my takeaway from this episode is get try some pink ladies. Right? We should say uh what's a fruit way of saying goodbye? <laughs> I've never been asked that before. Um <laughs> What's a fruit? Goodbye, Reese. <laughs> Goodbye, Reese. Good berries. Goodbye. Oh, yeah, I don't really know. Have a berry. Tatar would be tater. That's, tater, that's not a fruit. Have a, no. have a very good day. Have a very good day. And uh, yep, see you next time. For yeah. more list offs. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>